0: What is up everybody this is nothing but net and i'm your host sean nichols and i am joined today by the brothers jacob and nate zeldon we have a lot to talk about today and let's hop right into the final two episodes of the last dance uh episode nine starts with the seven game series in 1998 in the eastern conference finals versus the Indiana pacers and i want to hear y'all's thoughts about that series
1: uh you want me to go, you go first
0: yeah you sure you? sure
1: all right, so I didn't think he would uh give Reggie Miller that much respect in, like, letting him into the documentary because I, I believe that they had beef as well, not as much as Isaiah Thomas and, and him. But also that Indiana Pacers team was low-key kind of loaded. I think they had they, – obviously they had Reggie was their superstar. Chris Muggs. Uh, yeah, Chris Mullins is on that squad, Hall of Famer. Jalen Rose, not a Hall of Famer, but also a solid NBA player in his own right.
0: Mark Jackson, yeah, yeah, Mark dude, Jackson. they had some,
2: some, they had some, and they bucks. were coached
0: by Larry Bird. So I mean, he, he, you obviously know Larry Bird. He knows his game. Yeah, that only helps him.
1: Yeah, it's like only like his second or third season coaching, and he got him to the Eastern Conference Finals. And yeah, I mean, Game Seven too. It was honestly like that, that series could have gone either way. In hindsight, but like there was really like once once the playoffs were around, Michael Jordan in the '90s was just not going to lose. Like, no matter how good or how bad his team was, which he never really had a bad team. But <laughs> <laughs> however good or bad they were playing, because those '98 Bulls weren't like clicking like they were
0: in years. they were past. just old, yeah.
1: They were getting tired. I mean, like when you go to three straight finals, like your body's just not going to be able to hang, and that's kind of what happened with with Jordan. But it could have been a very different nineties. Cause I I think the Jazz would probably handle Indiana once they got to the to the finals.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. And
1: Stockton and Malone to get their get their championship. Which if any duo in basketball history deserves a championship for how good they were, it was definitely Stockton and Malone. For sure. And rest in peace to uh Jerry Sloan who passed away right after the episode nine and ten aired. He he was like arguably one of the best coaches in basketball history. He gets gets forgotten because he never really he never won a title. Like and as a coach, you, you are measured on your championships. Like
0: that is a, not, no doubt.
1: Like like a player doesn't get measured on a championship to the level that a coach does.
0: Very true. Yeah, I agree with that. But uh, uh, MJ did say – oh, you got it, Nate. You got it, Nate. No, you got it. I'll
2: say it after.
0: All right. But, uh, yeah, speaking of the Pacers, MJ did say the 98 Pacers gave them the most trouble in the East besides the – obviously the bad boy Pistons. I I think that just speaks a lot of respect to how well Pacers were coached and how, like, close of a unit that team was. Because they they really only had one superstar, and they pushed the Bulls to the brink of elimination, basically. I mean – Couple play here and there, and they win the game. But I mean, you it's could, just. I, you, I guess you could on.
1: you could Bulls. classify Chris Mullen as a as a star, because I mean he's a Hall of Famer. And oh yeah,
0: he was just. He, I think he was just older back then, right? Yeah, yeah he's he kind was of, of at his was, prime. Yeah, yeah, near the end yeah. of his career.
2: But also going off of what Sean just said, even uh, Reggie Miller acknowledged that he thought the '98 Pacers were a better team than the Bulls, but they didn't have that. Uh, experience that the Bulls had and that's probably what led them to lose or a big also
1: also what Michael Jordan was saying or something like if you think you're there's a like game seven is for like up for grabs and there's like no game plan I think that's what Reggie Miller was saying. Like that that's that's false. Michael Jordan had a game plan. Like if if you're telling me you're going into a game seven just say here we go like let's see what happens like against a Bulls team you're destined to lose. Like, you've got to have a game plan every game against the Bulls because Michael Jordan beats you any way he can.
2: Yeah, it's really true. true. He, he, he hates true. losing. He does. I've noticed a commonality. This on this kind of off track, but within, like, those giant superstars like Jordan and I just recently watched the Lance documentary, those dudes had a killer mentality. It's almost like sociopath level just to, like, win at all costs and to make up scenarios in their head to get them mad to, to like, push themselves even more it's uh it's kind of crazy just looking at the uh similarities between them i feel like yeah, Michael. oh you gotta show him. i was
1: gonna say i feel like lebron just doesn't have it like that but lebron doesn't really have to create narratives like mj did and obviously lance armstrong did too but because i guess the media just creates all the narratives for lebron which is it it's always been interesting because I, I don't think he has that same level that Jordan does. Because, like, what Jordan has is, is what Nate said. He's almost like a sociopath when it comes to winning. Like, he doesn't care whose feet he steps on. He's not out here trying to make friends. Like, he just wants to win games and, you know, be remembered forever.
2: Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, I can't yeah. argue that.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. he he didn't care about friendships. He didn't care about anything. He just wanted to, he wanted to win at any cost, even in – Gambling and golf and anything—he he wanted to be the best at everything, even baseball. Like we were talking about last episode.
1: Dude, speaking of uh, golf, I would be so down to see Michael Jordan play in the match with like Tiger Woods.
0: Dude, actually, I was just watching the uh, Undisputed with Skip and Shannon, and they were talking about they want they want to see MJ and uh, the match with like Tiger and Phil or, or anybody really. I, I would love to see that. I'll, I'll yeah, I'd watch that any day. Dude, I think group, it'd be better I guess, than.
2: Uh, I think dude, it'd be better than, snack Brady talk better than uh, come out of Jordan.
0: Yeah, yeah even if yeah. it was for charity, for sure.
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> it wouldn't be for charity for him. He'd just be out there trying to win.
0: Yeah, I would
1: uh, be. I wouldn't be shocked if he's like hey, tiger, 150 bucks if you sink this putt. That would make that that so much. Like, I, I It would just be awesome to watch that because obviously, like, like Manning and Brady were were great because they weren't very good golfers. Manning, Manning is a good golfer. Tom Brady obviously is alive. I was,
0: I was disappointed out? watching Brady. That's my guy. I was disappointed. He made that one really good shot though. One That one was.
1: Shot. But I got oh, Michael Jordan. Yeah. Michael Jordan and Charles Barkley be awesome to watch cuz Charles is terrible. So you put I Charles. guess you got to put Thanks. So I guess you put <laughs> Charles with Tiger cuz Tiger could carry you. And then you put MJ with Phil?
0: Yeah, I don't I couldn't see MJ and Tiger being on the same team. I think that would just be a little unfair. <laughs> yeah, really Charles.
2: Mean,
1: or, or, Charles. or put Steph Curry with Phil Mickelson. because Steph Curry actually like
0: had a pro Ooh, Steph card Curry, at one point. That's
2: right. Yeah, he's pretty good.
0: That, was, that has to happen. We get we gotta call ESPN, make make it happen. How about that? I'm down. I'm so down. Yeah. But, all right, uh, another thing about episode nine, it brought up the 1997 finals versus the Utah Jazz. That was their first meeting of the two. And uh, in 1997, Carl Malone won his first MVP. And, uh, you know, MJ, he he held a little grudge about that because, you know, he obviously wanted to win it. And as he says many times, he took it personal. And the Bulls won game one and two. The Jazz took game three and four. And then game five is when it gets really interesting. That's the famous flu game, but I guess it's now the food poisoning game
2: that we kind of kind of learned. Yeah, that about. was that was interesting to find out. It was also kind of funny that they said five dudes showed up to deliver one pizza and he still ate it. Like that would have been a little questionable. Yeah, everybody everybody was telling him not
0: to eat it, and he was like, he, he did it, and then <laughs> up up all night throwing up. <laughs> Crazy, so yeah, sick as a dog. I mean, yeah. he dropped. I'm pretty sure he dropped what 38 points in a win. I know they won the game. I think he
2: dropped like 38. Yeah,
0: him, hit him. And I mean, Good I couldn't imagine dropping doing that.
2: On food
1: poisoning. That's why. That's why all those guys were like, so like, I guess touchy, touchy with him during the game. Like, if, if if one of my teammates had the flu, I'd be staying away. But that that all makes sense now.
0: Yeah, yeah like exactly, if I knew cause... it wasn't the flu. They, they, they couldn't say the food poisoning gang. That doesn't that's, that's sound as catchy as the flu yeah. game. The flu the game, game just iconic.
1: <laughs> I'm still going to call it the flu game.
2: Oh, oh I, yeah. I, I, I think, think they go down the history of the flu game with an asterisk.
1: There's no asterisk, though, because he dropped 38 still.
2: Well, it was, it was the flu asterisk game because it wasn't really the flu, food poisoning, but it's still going to be known as the the, the flu game. Okay, that yeah, that's fair. It sounds better. <laughs> You know who should uh, go uh, review that pizza, though? El Perez. find That, that would be pretty uh, pizza funny. It's definitely, it definitely
1: a homemade pizza they probably threw in a box.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a, it sounded very sketchy to me. Very it really sketchy. Did, yeah. yeah. I'm not he was sure. hungry, man. He wanted his
2: food, so he ate.
0: So, what, did
1: he, he didn't order the pizza they just delivered it to him?
2: No, no, he, no, he, that
0: he was, ordered he it. it. It was the yeah, only was place he, open in Utah at the yeah, time.
1: Well, first off, I'm why are you eating Utah pizza? Like, what's this, like, a an
0: Yeah. Like, he ordered, like, 12 o'clock or something, I think. So, something late at night. I wouldn't have done it. Yeah, probably not. But, but yeah, another thing about the that uh, finals, I forgot to mention, was in game one. I think I think it was like a tie game and MJ hit a game winner over uh Byron Russell, who was uh quotations on his list because I guess he said he could guard him when he was retired or something. And you know MJ takes it personal, like I said. But I mean I think that's a little foreshadowing for the uh the shot later on in the ninety eight final. But we'll we'll get to that. Don't worry. Don't worry.
2: What's yeah, up? Byron- you got it. I'll say it after.
1: I was gonna say Byron Byron Maxwell. Uh Russell, I feel, I feel, Russell. I feel, Russell, my bad. Russell, I feel, I feel bad for the guy because, like, he had so much confidence going into the guard, MJ. Just like, was it, was it uh, Gary Payton?
0: Gary Payton, yeah. yeah. Yeah,
1: like, like, although I think Gary did a little bit better job of shutting down. Yeah, By- like, well, gosh, well, shut down. But, like, man, Maxwell couldn't do anything. Or, Russell. Why do I keep saying Maxwell? Yeah. I, don't, I don't even know. There, there, maybe there is a Byron Maxwell out there, uh, um
2: I think there is.
0: Yeah, there, there's definitely Byron Maxwell. I don't, I don't know exactly. Who I'm, a,
2: I'm gonna look this up. Well, was that '97 series a series that like uh, they held them to like 54 points or something like that? Yes, that no, was that, nuts. That, that was that, that, that was '98 final.
0: Oh, that was '98. Yeah, that was. I didn't even know that until they showed. I was like, God, dude, that like, was
2: ridiculous. Everyone scored on the Bulls too.
0: Like, like. Fifty-four points in an NBA game, you got Karl Malone and Stock. Like, I don't know. It's just crazy, yeah, and
1: MJ had 54 himself, I think.
0: Uh,
2: yeah, he yeah, almost as much as the Jets. He had something crazy, yeah. Man. I think that's the lowest, like, uh, a team has ever scored in NBA Finals history.
1: Yeah, you're not going to see another 54-point game in the NBA anymore.
2: Yeah, no shot. Yeah, definitely not. No so shot. If I say is it's half soon, or even quarter
1: before you see a final score. I mean, I am down for a fifty-four point quarter.
2: You know, the man to do is Clay Thompson.
1: Dude, he had thirty-seven. Yeah, I gotta say,
0: thirty-seven and yeah. a quarter. I am halfway him. I'm there. there Jesus, that's just that's just crazy how much the game has evolved since then. You know, with the score. oh yeah. With the three point
2: and the running guns, you take the Phoenix Suns for that. Yeah, yeah they they really started. it and then the Warriors that, kind of was that under Dan tony <laughs> the-
1: Yeah, it was the seven seconds or less offense.
2: Yeah, yeah, with did he Nash had, and Amari, he did with, uh, Harden too.
1: Yeah, they, yeah, Dan Tony always runs that system,
2: and it's always it always like makes one player shine.
1: Yeah, it does. Like, like that was it's it's like New York. That. Yeah. Yeah, because they ran it through Carmelo, I think.
2: Yeah, and they ran it through Harden and they ran it through Nash.
1: And Jeremy Lin. Was Jeremy Lin?
2: I, yeah, I think it was Jeremy Lin, too, at one yeah. point. He fell off the map. He was like up there and then he was just gone. Insanity, baby. Greatest month ever. I like yeah, that. Have you seen those memes when he's like driving in and it like pauses, and he goes like the square root of the angle of the, uh, like the, all this math stuff? And then they, like. Yeah, and he shoots it. Out. The perfect yeah. I'm, yeah, those are so funny. <laughs> Dude, that was hilarious. Also, the right, uh um, the Michael Jordan meme one, it was like something happens and it and it was like a picture is like Michael and it was like I'm gonna like I took it personally or something like that.
0: Yeah, I took it personal.
2: Yeah, that was pretty funny. It's like how, how do you
0: feel about getting drafted number three? He's like, Well, I took it personal. I won the sixth six championships. Like, all right, Mike. <laughs> like, all right. Is that yeah, the big, uh... is that is that
1: the biggest mess up ever? from the Portland Trailblazers. I think, obviously, I think Hakeem goes one if they redo it again.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, the Bulls owner even said, Jerry Rinesford, he even said he would have taken Elijah on number one, like everybody in the league would have.
1: And I, I don't think that's a bad number one pick in hindsight. Actually, it's a really good one because Elijah on won two championships yeah. and arguably the best center of all time. Um,
0: Definitely up best there. Best
2: post moves, yeah.
1: yeah the three, oh, the his three
2: footwork ones. was unreal. You want to know why I, it was unreal? Why, Why is that? Because he, uh, he took soccer and put it into uh, basketball. Because when he grew up playing soccer, and soccer's got a lot of footwork. So he thought, how can I use this in basketball? And that's how he came up with, like, the dream shake and all the uh, post moves. The dream shake.
1: Well, I, yeah, I don't I know. Uh, yeah, I knew that he was a soccer player. I didn't realize he used it in his basketball game. But it kind of makes sense because the dude was freaky athletic for how tall he was.
2: Oh, yeah, he quick feet. He also uh, – uh, he, he taught – and he I don't know if he still does but he like uh coaches like the white and he taught he taught a little bit to lebron yeah he, he, i you know, know he, he helped out Kobe and lebron about footwork. Yeah.
1: and i know I he helped helping. out uh he helped out joel and beat a little bit too i Embiid,
2: believe he did yeah.
1: and i mean yeah, Embiid I, I can is and beat is definitely the closest to the way he played
2: that we not have today
1: as, yeah not as good as Elijah, but
0: yeah not as mobile yeah
1: yeah, I think that's just because of the injuries. But I think it'd be – he's he could got to be figure out off the court. He's just immature.
0: He just has to get in good shape, stay healthy, and just – Kind of be more over. of a team player. I personally think he's better than Simmons. Like, I would oh, take no him Simmons every day. I don't I know. If, can if Simmons can, can
2: get a legitimate shot, I would take Simmons because he's a much larger threat because he can do everything if, if he can just get a shot.
1: And I, I think that's the issue that we're coming to with Simmons is that he's in, what, year three and he doesn't have a jump shot? Yeah, he's like, yeah, he finally made dude. his first
2: three-pointer.
1: But it's just like it doesn't look like it's going to happen. It might happen. It just doesn't look like it's going to happen.
2: Yeah, I mean, he, he needs to like, play in the 80s. I want Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. oh, yeah. he could have gotten away with his game in the 80s and been like a star.
1: He could have gotten away with this game in the early two thousands.
2: Yeah. But uh after like Steph Curry came along. Everyone just wants wants people that shoot, honestly. Yeah. I mean you get one extra point from it. Why not just step back a little farther and learn how to make it? Exactly.
0: The new the new Analytics, NBA. Maybe. The Analytics.
2: new NBA. A
1: a great deep or a good defense is a great offense.
2: Yep. Yeah. You can outscore.
1: So
0: episode ten is Yeah, let's let's go on to episode ten. It opens up with uh showing the Jazz winning game one in overtime and then uh the Bulls win game two. And then like we were just talking about game three, the Bulls go back to Chicago and beat the Jazz by forty two, with the Jazz only scoring <laughs> fifty-four. Still crazy. Even just saying that. Ridiculous. But uh I think after game three, the uh Dennis Robin gets back in the news. He skipped practice and uh <laughs> he went to the uh WWE with Hulk Hogan or whatever. And uh
2: I mean <laughs> He made bank crazy. Bro. That was that man is uh that we'll never see another Dennis Robin ever.
0: Oh no, not even not not with today's media. It oh, yeah, no. uh,
1: I he did, you know, he made like what, two hundred and fifty thousand dollars by doing that? So
2: yeah. I guess
1: you yeah, he he got, got fine twenty grand to make two fifty. I'm taking that every day.
0: Exactly, and like I mean, when he when he got it back on the court, he knocked down two late free throws, and then uh, I mean, obviously his rebounding, defensive powers were excellent. I mean, he was the perfect definition of off the court. I do what I want, but on the court, I'm a ball. Like I love yeah, it. Just give all he's got.
1: He's the like, ultimate. You can do whatever.
0: Yeah, like, you can do whatever you want off the court, but once you're on the court, he was a different animal.
1: 100%. And his game, like, he's literally – his basketball game was, like, just being a very good teammate on the floor. Like, he did all yeah, the dirty I mean, work.
0: I mean, you never really heard Raman and teammates, like, really, like, beefing, honestly. Like, he when he was on the court, he was a good guy, but off the court, he was just wilding. <laughs> it's an animal. Yeah, that's crazy. But
1: 50 – I still can't get over the fact they only scored 54 points with the number two score of all time and the best – And the leading assist Yes,
2: yeah, I think they had the best offense that year, if I'm not mistaken, either. They did.
0: Yeah, up to that time, I'm pretty sure, yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess – like, let's go in the head of Dennis Rodman. He probably was like, man, these guys just scored 50 points. He's like, I don't need to practice. He's like, I'm going to go have fun and come back and win another ring. I don't know. Who knows what was going through his mind?
1: He wanted to go hit the WWE SmackDown. He dude. wanted to face Hulk Hogan.
0: That dude, that is crazy. Just dude, seeing that, that's just crazy to me.
1: Yeah, me too. I, I like nobody in today's NBA is doing that during the season. Just and and not even during the season, they're not even doing. Like they're not doing that during the playoffs. They're not doing that during preseason. They're not doing that during the regular season. Like they
0: would, they would receive so much criticism for that. Oh yeah, and they yeah. Well, they probably. I mean, like the only player out. I've seen done it besides Dennis Rodman was uh, but he was retired. It was uh Rob Gurkowski, but he was retired. So I mean, he had all the right and yeah, he that's an, true. And,
2: but I mean, I mean, he's back now, honestly. But that's just a side, side. He matter, looks but. so skinny, man. I don't know how he gonna put on the plane. Wait,
1: it's not gonna be hard for
2: him. Just
0: right up. Yeah, he's got the goat. He's got the goat, QB. So he, they all good.
1: <laughs> Gronk's gonna but go yeah. from, from tight end to wide receiver.
0: Exactly, exactly. But yeah, the Bulls won Game Four after allowing just 54 to put them up three-one. So in a sense, the series is locked up. But the Jazz won Game Five. The Forts Game Six, and then uh, on the first play of Game Six, Pippen, Ooh,
2: Scotty Pippen, yeah. tweaks
0: his back on a dunk. And then that kind of shifted momentum because I mean when Pippen wasn't out there, even Jordan said they are a lot worse team. Even even though Pippen battled injuries, he was there they weren't as good with Pippen off the court.
1: And Pippen and, and that game was basically just a decoy. And just yeah, because he, before, yeah, he, he went to the harder. locker room. Yeah.
0: He went to the locker room and came back later, but he was he was not Scottie Pippen at the Bulls.
2: He, you could he, even see him like wincing and like when he was and everything, yeah, like he, he he was in a
0: lot of pain, and I he mean was, a back injury ain't no joke in playing basketball because you're constantly moving side to side, jumping. Like
2: I couldn't imagine. Yeah, it was horrible. But but, uh, but Mike knew what to do. Put the team on his back. I mean
0: Mike Mike knew what to do. I mean great basketball player Mike. What he I went
1: mean, for? He went for forty five that game.
0: Was it? I think it, Yeah, I think he definitely dropped 40-something. I think it was 45. I mean, the last 40 seconds.
1: The last 40 seconds is the best sequence in basketball history from an individual player.
0: Because, what, I think Stockton hits a three with, like, 50 seconds left. The uh, Bulls come down, Jordan scores. And Stockton throws a pass to Malone, yep. who's guarded by Rodman. And then Jordan sneaks in swats the ball up, up, you know, calls ISO, I'm sure. And then, as y'all know, hits the shot over Byron Russell. No push off. No push off. I don't care. Like, Yeah, no, I agree. There's no push off. Honestly, yeah.
1: Even if there was, that was still like uh, allowable in the, in the nineties NBA.
0: Oh yeah. I mean, all his momentum was going that way and Jordan just kind of stopped and he guided it.
1: He basically just guided him off of him. He never pushed him, he just sort of like his hand was there and then
2: his hand actually went down. So it doesn't it makes no sense that if his hand went down, how would he push him to the right?
1: Yeah, I, I don't even think Russell did Russell say it was a push off.
2: Um did they even interview him? I can't remember. I don't I don't know if they did. Yeah, we well, joined. I, said I, it wasn't, and everyone else, you know, agreed. Yeah, you can just mean, look at a video and, and tell. Well, the last statement.
1: dance, the last dance, cameras caught it on the right angle. They never had that angle during the TV broadcast. But also, when they aired that game on ESPN, I think it was on Wednesday.
0: Yeah, last Wednesday.
1: That was awesome to watch.
0: Oh, oh no! Doubt no no, no, no. it, it was so different.
1: It was a movie, but it was like the game.
0: Yeah, I think I think my favorite part about that was at the beginning, actually, when uh, they showed John Stockton rolling up in his minivan with his kids. <laughs> like what? Like I don't know. I think that's hilarious. That's the most tall thing. My, ever. my favorite
2: John Stockton thing ever was the Dream Team, and they were uh in like Spain or something, like some other country, and they all had to stay on yeah, the bus. The Dream Team. But John Stockton was like, you know what? I'm just gonna walk around. he just because he was like normal height, he's like a normal dude, and no one like recognized who he was. He was just walking around with his family.
0: Yeah, he says uh, he was bigger than Michael Jordan, like obviously joking.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Imagine Michael Jordan just walking around like your neighborhood. Yeah, that ain't happening. The crowd that would be following him. It's true. He could go anywhere. But the
1: the aftermath of that game six, where they kind of like the Bulls office sort of revoke the this is Phil Jackson's last season I thought was kind of hilarious and also kind of a blue ball moment because we could have gotten a seventh championship out of them no doubt in my mind they're winning a seventh one Agreed. I, uh, I mean
0: I'm kind of iffy about that
1: so here here's why I think they do because it's the lockout season right and okay. they get more time to rest and that's really all Michael Jordan needed was some rest. He gets that, that rest, comes back, they run the league again.
0: But you're leaving out one thing. That's when uh, Mike, right? I think right before the lockout ended, Michael Jordan cut his, uh, his index finger. He cut one of his fingers on a cigar splitter. Uh, and uh, he would have been out for a while, apparently.
1: I did not know that. I'm still sticking with my claim, though.
0: But they were—it's just hard. I mean, Jerry Krause, obviously like shouldn't have done broken up the way he did. But ultimately, he was—he was pretty right about his uh, assumptions of the players reaching their peak and they're on the decline.
2: He's one of the yeah. best GMs. in arguably, Arden- Jordan obviously—I
0: mean, he, he would have balled regardless. Yeah.
1: No, you're right. Jerry, I mean, Jerry was- Krause is is arguably the, one of the best GMs.
2: And then Can one of the stupidest GMs. Yeah. He
1: let his ego get in the way.
2: Yeah. He could have had way more.
1: The best part, though, yeah. is at the end when they said the, – and the Bulls started to rebuild, and they've been rebuilding for 21, 22 <laughs> years now. But they hit,
2: like, two – That was it, like 2009 whenever they got D-Rose. They had D-Rose for a little bit. They had a pretty good defense, and then, obviously, D-Rose got hurt. And then yeah, the,
1: that uh, that was just unfortunate. Like, that team anyways. was – that team was tracking for a championship. And I, and yeah, they, they
2: gave they gave LeBron
0: problems. They, they were
1: probably they were probably one star away from getting where they wanted to be.
0: You know, and, actually, yeah. yesterday I saw something. It was um, Mike, or not Michael. LeBron James called uh, Derrick Rose, and he said he wanted to play with him in Chicago. How crazy would that have been? What year was this? Have been like two thousand ten? That was uh the year LeBron went to Miami. Jeez, that's like an MVP caliber D Rose too. Like you, like bro, that would be crazy. D Rose, a prime LeBron. Like,
2: I feel like if Jordan did that, he'd get way too much crap because it's just like, oh, he wants to be so much like Mike. He's gonna go play in Chicago. Yeah, I think, I think, I think that's honestly
0: one thing that probably like steered him away was having to live in Mike's shadow with the team played on
2: yeah I mean he still lives in the shadow but at least he did it his own way like with Miami and Cleveland and now the Lakers in the future the lake show lake show baby
1: I just I don't think anything that LeBron does now at this point will ever get him out of Jordan's shadow
2: I yeah, think after no, after
1: probably. after this documentary uh, sucks because like I think LeBron is in my opinion a better player
0: Better all around player, yes. But um, I think I think if he wins a championship with the Lakers, he'll be the first to, uh, win three finals with three different teams and also be teams. the MVP. Because I'm sure if it comes down to it, they're going to give LeBron the MVP, like regardless, unless Anthony Davis just like balls like insane. Are they doing
2: an MVP for this
0: year? Um, I mean, I think it's going to be LeBron again. I think it is LeBron. It's either Lebron or Giannis, and I, I, I think it should be Lebron. Gian, Giannis
1: had a really good. Now Giannis is going to be fun to watch because he just seems to get better every year.
0: His and shots he, getting better too. Yeah. He's,
1: oh yeah. He's, he's, He In might. I, 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 I would not be shocked when it's all said done, where he's probably going to be on top of the scoring list. I, I honest, yeah, I would not be surprised. Because he rarely gets hurt. Obviously, he's still young, so injuries aren't necessarily as easy to get. But he does a really good job of keeping his body in shape. He's been putting on good weight, like.
2: And all his talent is is like earned. Like, he didn't come into the league with any expectations at all. He's basically just like a uh, a development project that they'd hope to work out and just work out. So well, that's the thing about work. development.
1: That's the thing about development projects is that it's – obviously an organization can put put a player in a good position, but then it also just comes down to the player itse- himself. Like, you're not going to get better just because the organization wants to get better. Like, look at Markel Fultz. Like, Markel Fultz got worse on his own. You know, like, Giannis has just progressed on his own. He, he's, like, the one of the hardest workers in the league, probably right up there Yeah, with yeah. Ron. That's what I was getting
2: at. Like, his hard work is what's in the – Drive him and continue to drive him and make him one of the. Well, there was
1: like a. Yeah, there was a story about him. I think it was like in his rookie year where he would like, be in the gym like Kobe. Like he'd be in the gym at ridiculous hours of the day, before anyone else got there and after everybody else left, just getting better at his craft. And he's he's uh, he's probably one of my favorites to watch right now. I think he's everybody's favorite to watch because it's hard to not like the guy. Agreed.
0: He's got that – he's got one of the – like a killer mindset that a lot of uh, – today uh I don't think have – at least they don't show it as much as Giannis. Like he doesn't want to be like close friends with anybody like on the court. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I love, uh, I love that.
1: And I like, think – he doesn't come
0: back down to anybody.
1: And LeBron obviously is the opposite of that. LeBron wants to be friends with everybody. But I just think that's who LeBron is. And I, I don't like how people knock him for that it's another thing they just want people just want him to be michael jordan but he's not michael jordan he's lebron james
0: He's lebron james exactly i mean on the court he's not friends with anybody like he's gonna ball his hardest first like his friend dwayne and like Melo. like he's gonna he's probably even gonna be harder but i mean off the court yeah i mean he he wants to be friends with everybody i agree with that which and it isn't, isn't a bad thing like no and, wrong. Like,
1: and if you look at his teammates every teammate he's ever had for the most part Maybe those early Cleveland days, not so much, because like he was still a kid. But like yeah. everybody loves playing with him. Like he's just a great guy to be in the locker room.
0: Exactly. That's, yeah. Exactly. Kind of said it better. No, I, I agree as well. But yeah, I think I think how the Bulls went out. I think that was kind of a a perfect way to cap off title six and kind of ride off into the sunset. But
1: well, they kind of they went off on their own terms. Sort of. I would say at the end, the it was on their own terms, which is kind of how a dynasty should end, not kind of like the way the Warriors are, where it's just sort of injury riddle. Guys are getting older, people are leaving kind of deal. Like they're all just like, all right, we're done. We're not doing this anymore. And I, I respect that. Although I think we got gypped of a seventh, and that would have been just I think, un, untouchable. I think, in my, sixth yeah, in my, opinion,
0: in my opinion, I think. I think they definitely should have tried to run it back because, like, like, like what Michael said, like, what if, like, what if we did win six or seven? I mean, like, I think as a dynasty, I think the only way to end it is you run it back, and if you win, you win, you keep going. But if you lose, like, all right, then, like Michael said, like, then you can break us up. Like, if you keep winning, like, that speaks for itself, which, like, I understand how Mike feels, kind of.
2: I agree.
1: Yeah, I, I I think so, but at the same time, like a dynasty ending on top—that's why the, these Bulls teams are remembered for, going to be remembered Cause forever because they never lost. Like, no one was ever good enough to beat them. Now, obviously, they weren't given a, a a chance to be beaten, but at the same time, like I don't think they were going to be beaten. It's like the it's like the Lakers of the early two thousands. Like they kind of fizzled off. Because like they just started losing, the, and then Shaq got old and Fat, and
2: he got complaining. Yeah, yeah, good old Shaq. I love Shaq. He's just a card man. And then like the Warriors, they got hurt and they lost. That's how a lot of dynasty ends. Honestly, just injuries and
1: I, I wouldn't hold. I, I guess is the. The Warriors dynasty technically isn't over yet, because
2: no, I I bet you a dollar next year they'll they'll be back in the playoffs and they'll make a deep run, if not to the finals.
1: Yeah, I would but not. They're be. They're definitely shocked.
2: getting a high draft pick this year, just because of how bad they are. And then Steph Curry's coming back, and Clay Thompson's coming back. Say they get like a James Wiseman, like a center, and you got Draymond yeah. Green, who's like he's good. Got yeah, they have. Oh, they also have Wiggins too.
1: I would not like, be shocked if they if they trade Wiggins though, to get a, oh, another true. piece.
2: I could see like they, that. I they, like,
1: that. Like, like the Warriors suck this year. Like there is no other way to describe the way they played. But they are in the driver's seat. If you could be in the driver's seat. Oh yeah. At at the bottom. Like every every bottom dwelling team wants to be in a Warriors situation.
2: Well, you got arguably the best shooter in the league. You know, out for the season. Well, arguably the best shooters in the league out that are going to come back next year. Hopefully Klay Thompson can come back to what he was. He didn't really do a whole like a lot of dribble stuff. So he's just mainly catch and shoot, which is good for them.
1: Exactly. But his defense was was severely overlooked for how good it is.
2: Yeah, like, and I think, I think an ACL injury is easier to come back from a Achilles injury. So I think he'll be back if not to his full prime, at least by the end of the season to like what we remember Clay as and what he is and what he was. Yeah, but, that was kind uh,
1: of a that was a freak injury that happened to him because he normally, I don't know, it was it he was just went weird. up
0: where a and landed awkwardly. Yeah,
1: yeah, which I is was,
0: very unfortunate. I
1: I always told Nate this. I'm like I, I was always convinced that like Clay Thompson was scared to uh, to drive in and hit a layup, and he proved me wrong. But then I guess I can understand where his fear came from because he blew out his knee. But what also gets overlooked was he came back hit the free throws, oh,
0: yeah.
1: and then went back in the
2: locker room. Because well, yeah,
0: he, he thought said he, he didn't want to
2: leave the court. He wanted to keep playing, but Kerr, Kerr wouldn't let him. Well, he also did that because, like, if you leak leave, then you can't come back, and he didn't really know what it was at that time. He just thought, you're like, oh, I just twisted something. I can, like, wrap it up. So he had hit those two free throws and come back later in the game. But find found out he tore his ACL, and he can't come back, obviously.
0: Yeah, that's has to be some of the worst news to hear as a – a professional athlete or any type of athlete, honestly. Yeah,
2: yeah especially think, in a I, big game.
1: I think the Achilles would be way worse because that one. Like Kobe, is much,
0: much worse. Like it's, it's Kobe,
1: Kobe. tore his and was never even remotely close to the same player. Obviously, at the sixty-point game, but like that Come was on, crazy. they weren't great
2: defense. I mean, they're giving it to him. No offense, I love Kobe, but like you could just watch it and just tell.
1: Still got to score sixty.
2: Yeah, no, I'm not taking anything away from him. Uh, I think he but, took, like, 50 shots. <laughs> yeah, he took, he took, like, all the shots.
1: And that's a, more, that's a normal game world. for Kobe, though. That, that game got me so jacked up. I'd I, I never really, like – I always hated Kobe because I was always a LeBron guy, but, like, always had mad respect for him. No matter – like, I think that's true for everybody, though. Like, Kobe was, like – he was enemy number one if you weren't all in on him. But, like, you always had mad respect because of Duke of Bull. I have an honest question. Do you think
2: his legacy was going to change the way people perceive him because he died early? I think it is. Do you know what I mean? So
1: here's, so here's my thing. And so he already had changed a lot from his playing days. Like, he was never, like, the most likable guy when he played. Just because he was like – he had that – obviously that killer mentality. And that's very polarizing. But like after he retired and you started like seeing like – dude was a great dad, great family guy. I don't know. I think as a player, I think – I don't think that changes because he's obviously one of the greats. I I don't think anything after his career could change that. But I, I do think he'll be remembered as a more likable guy than like the whole issue that he had early in his career. Which yeah, I'm with the, uh, that, the court that case that never really that never really came up a whole lot during the whole aftermath. Which I, it'd be inappropriate if it did.
2: I think it yeah. wasn't in false charges too. Anyway,
1: it was, but you, you still have that on your legacy. Yeah, yeah. But he like what he was doing with women's basketball too. And, oh yeah, and, incredible. I I I I don't think it. Cha- I think it changes it, but I think it changes it in a better light because he was a obviously. Way. Yeah, he was a great guy, and like. Yeah, for sure. I I think yeah, him dying early definitely will help that, but at the same time, like he deserved it. Like the dude was doing really good things for his daughter, his family, and an entire subsection of basketball that really hasn't been appreciated in the in the light that the male game had been.
0: I would agree. Yeah, I agree with that, honestly. But uh, speaking of Kobe, let's uh, let's debate MJ versus Kobe. That's
2: tough. That's one of the same.
0: I mean, obviously, obviously, Kobe was a huge Jordan fan. I mean, he basically took his game, took Jordan's game, and uh, added moves. Obviously, but I mean, I think all in all, if I had to pick one or the other, I think you cannot go wrong with MJ just because Kobe's just a, a clone. A very, yeah. very similar clone of MJ, but MJ was just different.
2: But taking anything different. away from Kobe. Oh
0: no, uh, not Kobe at all. Kobe's Kobe's in my opinion, he's a top three player of my of all time, in my opinion. That's uh,
2: I agree. I don't think I put him that high in my top list, but he's definitely you know top top fifteen, top ten.
1: Oh, man. I, I, you know what? For the sake of an argument here, I think I'm going to take Kobe.
2: You would? Really?
1: I'm, I'm just doing this to stir the pot a little bit. So, like, here's here's the biggest thing that stands out to me and the differences between Kobe and MJ is that Kobe basically uh, – the breaks that uh, that Michael would take would, like, recharge him and he'd come back, obviously – I'm not including the 03 uh, Wizards version of Michael Jordan because that should never come back. Yeah that that was yeah. terrible. That was terrible. That was... Uh, we're just gonna forget that. But uh, to win to win uh, three championships with one core, and then turn around and win another two with a completely different team speaks a lot. And I and it's tough to to make that argument with jordan because like obviously like what could have been is sort of the the deal with him which is which is a weird legacy for your best player of all time when you have a lot of what ifs like what if yeah. he had never retired what if he just kept playing like stuff like that which is one thing you don't really have with kobe bryant because Obviously, the end of his uh, his career, he declined, but that's just natural to happen when you get in an advanced age of basketball and you lose your your athleticism, which Kobe Bryant had a ton of early in his career and even and the the later championship runs. He was still a very good athlete as well as a fantastic basketball player. I, I but you don't have a lot of what ifs with Kobe, if any at all, but you have a lot of what ifs with Michael.
0: I think I think one what if. I've always like kind of debated with Kobe was say say Shaq was not on the Lakers. He he does not win 3 championships with, without Shaq in the early 2000s in my opinion.
2: Uh I would agree. I could see that.
0: Cuz like, like I mean he's he a brute. Yeah, that that was that was prime prime Shaq like MVP Shaq like just dominant boy, Shaq. Shaq. Yeah.
2: Not I bad, think it
0: was Shaq. the, yeah, I think it was the 2000 I, finals when uh when Shaq Shaquille O'Neal he averaged 36 and then Kobe, I'm not trying to disrespect, but he only averaged 15. I'm just like, I don't know.
1: I, I mean, Kobe, 15. Kobe was a lot was a lot younger when he got to his first championship runs than Michael was. Like Michael was in the prime of his career. Once he started getting into into his championship runs, Kobe was still a young buck in, in a very dominant league. Like there was the star power from the late '90s to early 2000s, like that that generation of basketball gets. I don't know. It's 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 a it's tough there to to say if he doesn't win a championship with Shaq or not because I think he still has Phil Jackson. I think Phil Jackson is honestly the X factor in every championship for both those guys. Yeah.
0: Yes, I will argue that forever. Yes,
1: and the and the triangle offense was literally created for guys like LeBron or wow, not LeBron, uh, like Kobe and MJ and
2: to Shaq, succeed. Yeah.
1: yeah, like I, I don't know, but like Kobe did have to beat the best of his era, but he had to beat uh, AI. Who else did he?
0: he beat? They beat the Pacers led by Reggie Miller. They were getting old. They yeah. beat AI the next uh, year and then they swept the the Nets led by Jason Kidd the next year.
1: So he beat almost he beat a lot of the big superstars from his era and then what in 2010 he beat the the, the Celtics who had KG, Paul Pierce, Rondo, like and uh Ray Allen. And then turned around yeah, the next not, year they
0: beat the uh, the Magic in 9
1: Exactly. They beat Dwight Howard who was arguably the, the best big man in the game at that point.
0: So like Oh yeah. He was, he was. And,
1: but at the same time, like, Jordan, Jordan also beat all the big stars in his era, too. So, it's like – it's not like he was – he was taking easy roads to it. Like, neither one of those guys had easy roads. I, I I think it all comes down to Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson is the real goat
0: here. Yeah, I saw, I saw a crazy stat that I honestly did not know. Phil Jackson, he won – I knew he won 11 as a uh, – not a player, as a coach. He won two as a player with the Knicks. And I think it was like Jackson's been a part of – or he's won as a player or coach like 20-something percent of the finals. Like, that's just ridiculous.
1: Him and Bill Russell just have rings on rings on rings.
0: I mean, they load both hands up and, and more. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I don't know.
2: They're double-stacking.
1: To throw it back, and I know a lot of modern NBA fans aren't a fan of Bill Russell, but let's throw it back here. Bill Russell was winning championships as a player and as a player coach. Yeah, yeah she changed about
0: that a ago. years ago.
1: And they, yeah, and they didn't even, like, the first one, I think they kept it a secret that he was the coach. Really? Yeah, they had Red Auerbach on the bench, but, like, he wasn't doing anything. He was like, you know what, Bill, you got it. And Bill, yeah, was, Bill was coaching those boys up. That dude, Something, that dude just won, like.
0: Just yeah, won. he won what? Well, he won eleven rings, but he won eight eight championships in a row.
2: Yeah, he won eleven in thirteen years too. Like I that. Mean, was, that's, that's some bad. that's some goat status stuff
1: there. right there. That's goat stuff.
0: I think people just can't call him the goat because back then they only had like. Eight to 10 teams.
2: But, but, okay, here's the argument for that. That makes it even harder because think about it. He has to no, feel sure. a lot more than he would today.
0: I, yeah, I was about to say that, like, obviously the talent wasn't as good as it is now or even in the 90s, like, most likely. I mean, obviously, but, uh, I mean, there's only eight to 10 teams. So, I mean, those teams were with the best, like, like you said, Nate, like the best players back then.
1: So the arguably the, the most talented player from that era is Wilt Chamberlain. Oh, and no doubt. Bill Russell no, went no. head to head with him in a couple finals and dominated him. Yeah. And Bill Russell was
0: a like, defensive like, topper. Yeah,
1: yeah, like Bill Russell was uh there was another guy, I think it was like Wilt's backup center, but we're the only two guys that could actually stop and contain Wilt Chamberlain, which was impossible to do in that era. So I
0: mean yeah. Will Chamberlain, he, he's up there for me. I love Will Chamberlain.
1: He gets so overlooked as a as an all-time great. But like Will is still Yeah, I, I I Will Chamberlain is a guy I think translates no matter what era he's in.
0: I mean, he's an athletic freak. He's like 7'1, 7'2, wingspan was
1: Well, they allegedly he was taller. Really? Yeah, so they made a statue of him. Back in the day, that was supposed to be life size, and he was like a good two to three inches taller than that, and it was seven foot two.
0: <laughs> yeah, actually, uh, yesterday I saw a video of uh Will Chamberlain blocking um what's his name Kareem Kareem skyhook twice in a row, and like no one no one blocks the skyhook, dude, besides Will.
1: Yeah, no, I don't think anyone's getting up there because like Kareem was like a seven footer too.
0: Yeah, yeah, he was, was seven one, and the coach yeah. just added
2: like foot, a foot. I don't know. I don't know. How, yeah, you're it down on basketball. I
1: think they need to stop doing. I I think they need to stop doing greatest of all time and just do greatest of decades at this point in the, in the NBA because there's been so World. many great yeah. basketball players.
0: Yeah, Jordan said in an interview in like the early 2010s. He said. He doesn't like that like uh the debate who's like the greatest player should be uh greatest the greatest. Yeah, which I, I like that's yeah, I think that's a great thing, honestly. Because it's very hard to compare who's the best because you can put it so many different angles and it's really how your opinion feels.
1: All right, so Honest. let's do let's do this then. So greatest team of the two thousands.
0: Like from two thousand to two thousand nine. Two
1: thousand nine. Two 2009, 2009, then we'll do 2010, 2020.
0: All right. well definitely in the 2000s 2009 I cannot go wrong with the 2001 uh Lakers because I mean they went 15 and one in the playoffs and they had Shaq and Kobe that's when that's when Kobe took his uh his game to the next level in 01 when he started averaging like 26 28 something like that but so definitely definitely the Lakers in the 2000s.
1: Yeah, I think the Lakers are definitely the team of the 2000s although you can't overlook the Celtics teams late in that year but for the or the early
2: 76ers teams with uh AI and the Kim
1: yeah but like I, you gotta win a title I, mean, I think to be the Lakers, the
0: Lakers beat them so like I, I have to put them over I understand they're a very good team though yeah yeah I guess that's now, fair
1: now this is where it gets difficult is doing 2010 to 2019. Because I think um, there's there's two answers I think that you could throw out there and not be wrong.
2: But one right. of them – can I say this real fast? Can I say my opinion? Sure. Sure. So I would say that Warriors team with the best record. However, they didn't win a chip that year. But I still think that's a phenomenal team, one of the greatest of all time. But they don't have a chip to to, to show for it. I think it's yeah, the, that team, year.
1: the team after I think could be the case. Oh, with, with KD? Yeah, I think that team was. That's a enough. cheat
2: code, dude. That's when you enter the up, I down, mean, left,
0: right. I mean, you can e- you can either pick the 2017 Warriors or the 2018. I mean, like they were just yeah, as I good. I Eighty Steph Clay Dre
2: Andre, like they were just. That was that was fair. What about was, that? I've um, the Warriors team? Those 2015 Warriors, they they did it right and they
0: won right. Oh, I I loved watching the the Warriors in twenty fifteen and sixteen. But once they got KD, I was like, man,
2: I just no, like it's not watched. fair, it's not fun.
1: Uh, I I would actually go my team of the decade. Was it the twenty twelve Miami Heat?
0: Twenty twelve was yeah. That that's was when they beat sure. the, uh, That's when they beat the Thunder, and then the next year they beat the Spurs. I think LeBron's best year in Miami was the twenty thirteen season when they beat the Spurs. I think that's when he was, like, at his peak, apparently. Well, I mean, I, but those I, teams were very similar, so, I mean, you can't – I, I
1: think that, that 2012 team was just unbelievable with, like – there was never a point at any time where I thought they were going to lose. They, there was one time. Like, there was one.
0: When uh, they were actually down to my Celtics, actually, ironically. They were down three to two going back to Boston. that's when – uh. LeBron had that famous game dropping forty five in the in the Garden. That, uh, yeah, they were
1: they were close to losing. I never thought they were gonna lose.
0: Oh, okay,
2: okay. I misheard you. Okay, okay.
0: Well, I'm gonna throw in a
2: steeper pick. You ready? 2011 Mavs. I knew it. I knew it, <laughs> dude. Just just their their playoff just run and who they beat in like the uh, the series scores. Like, come on, man. That team was they beat- good. They beat Portland in the first round, I think four to two. Yeah. Now
0: they faced Kobe Bryant back to back.
2: Defending um, championships, he Yep.
0: He swept think, the Lakers. Swept them. Yep. And then, then uh, the Western Conference Finals, he freaking. I think they won four okay, to one. Steve. Yeah, the big, yeah, three. the young trio. And then he I beat mean, the Vir- the loaded yeah, Heat. Like, I, oh, think opinion, I think that's the greatest playoff run in history because, like, I would agree with that. he beat. Like how many MVPs did he be? He beat he beat LeBron, Kobe. All three uh, Thunder players were eventually MVPs. Like, yeah. And so Dave, Dollar Dollar gonna win MVP eventually. Like I mean, looking back, that's what is impressive to me.
1: Dude, speaking Chief of Dave Dollar,
0: <laughs> Dave Dollar,
1: he, he made some headlines uh, this week. He has. So, with this new NBA format. I guess they're going to play a couple of meaningless games and then get into the postseason is what the initial news is on this. And Dame came out and said that if his team doesn't have a chance at making the postseason, he's still going to be a part of the team. He's still going to do all the stuff with the team. However, he won't play.
0: He won't play. I don't blame him. Yeah,
1: I get it because like, he's risking his health to play like four or five games that don't mean anything. Where he could be, you know, staying safe and you know during this whole issue, this little pandemic. And I, I wouldn't be shocked if more guys follow in his his footsteps. Exactly. More stars too. It's, it's, uh, it's just I, I feel like they're rushing it back. And no matter what happens, whoever wins this championship will forever have an asterisk beside it. More so than like a lockout championship? Yeah. I don't know. I, 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 so I want it's basketball back. I'm not going to complain if they bring it back, but it's just not going to be the same.
0: Yeah, because they're going to have to do it with no fans until, like, next season at the earliest.
1: It's not even, like, a fan thing. Like, it's still going to be – good basketball it's just not going to be the same it's just like cuz the whole point of the playoffs is like you're basically you're grinded down to a pulp like you've played 82 games traveling all across the country and now you got to go you know go head to head with the with the best in the league for like a month and and winning a championship like that is and you can see it in the guys reactions like it's super gratifying like it's like a relief like lebron like when he won it – with Cleveland like you could tell that man was just like relieved that it was all done and he finally achieved his goal i feel like i feel like they're going to it's still going to be like a meaningful championship obviously no championship is unmeaningful it's just not going to be the same
2: yeah i agree. i can see where you're coming from but also it's kind of unfair if they do it like they just allow the teams that are in the playoff rate, that are in the playoffs now to get in Cause I and I know Dame's mad at this. That's probably why he spoke out. Cause like they were in the hunt, like they were heating up. Yeah, but when it comes down to the to the if the season continued, I I I would put my money on them getting in. Only two and a half games back, so if and they, they, getting, if they
1: and they were getting hot too. Like
2: yeah, they were. So if they just let the teams that are in now, it's like unfair to those other teams that. Yes, you could say that. Oh well, there's not a chance. Like you know. You, they might not have a chance, but who, like, who are you to say? Like last year in the in the East, like it came down to the wire for who to get in.
1: Yeah, it did. I, you know what, I would be opposed to is a March Madness style bracket.
2: With all the teams getting, in. actually, teams, I, I'm about that. I'm for that. I think that'd teams, be.
1: Obviously, I think the top the top two seeds from each conference should get a bye. Yes. And then, and then I think the the worst. Four teams play it out, like like they do, um,
2: like the play ins.
1: Yeah, and then you take the worst two teams, the teams that lost the the, the first four or last four in kind of deal, and you play that them play each other for the number one pick, and just see absolute tanking, but you don't put it on TV. You save
2: it. <laughs> you don't have live sports. I, I, I don't know if I like the the ending of that for the draft pick, but I do like the. No, uh,
1: I it I sounded a lot better in my head before I said it, but I, I, know, do, but think,
2: I, I do like the uh, the tournament style that everyone gets a fair chance.
1: Which I think the top teams wouldn't be about, but a lot of the other <laughs> a lot of the other teams would be about it.
2: And it, I mean, it's more basketball for us too, so anything to get more basketball, and I'm down for it.
1: So here's the the issue of that though: Do you play a one game? You play
2: a series of five, best, uh, yeah, best, best of
1: five. five. No, I think I think you just play one game best until of three. you. I think I think, I, think do one... I don't know. I feel like one game though would be better, until you got to like the last eight in, and then you start playing series. But at the same time, like, I don't. Know. I, I think it would be more exciting if you did it like that.
0: Yeah, I think if you did a one game, I would do it until they have the. Like the 16. elite eight, or yeah, like I, guess, I think I think sixteen's fair, maybe. Yeah,
2: because yeah. that's about how many teams get in. That's
0: about like what the real playoffs would be. So like it's it's,
2: eh,
0: it's like kind of,
2: I kind of like it how it would be in the regular season, but they're I, do, I do I do elite eight is when you start getting serious when it's eight on each side. Yeah, like, that's like, when you start a series. You're saying yeah, out. that's that's when the actual uh, playoffs because they're top eight. Get in yeah I, yeah i'll probably say
0: top eight not thinking about it not a bad idea. we need to hit up uh hey
1: yo adam we figured out we figured it out
2: so uh, so, uh sure was, was, was was like, conversation. yeah right <laughs> i want the good gear man. i want the uh the, the warm-up pants those like things are sick
0: Oh, facts! I want the, I want some shoes. I want a, a sweatsuit. Like yeah, okay. I want some time
2: gear. I want to hear my name called in the in the, in the lottery, like the All In Challenge. Oh yeah. But uh,
0: speaking of the playoff format, however it goes, if it happens, and I think I think the playoffs will happen. That's my opinion. But uh, playoffs do happen. Who do y'all think would win the finals? Lakers. Yeah, I
1: think I think I'm gonna go Lakers. I think they Lakers, were Lakers
2: the, Bucks. That's
0: my. That was my finals preview. I mean, obviously I'm a LeBron guy, as y'all know, but I think the Lakers would do it.
1: Although a team I think would would favor well with our format that we were suggesting would be the Miami Heat.
0: The Heat, they yes. they can beat anybody on a given.
1: The Heat, like, they are a
0: sleeper team. They, they are can very be,
1: they beat anybody on a given night.
0: Yeah, they're not. They're not scared of any team. Like, like they got Jimmy Butler. Like, he, he he's brought that like that bully attitude. Like he doesn't care who's he who he's playing. He's gonna he's gonna get you.
1: I I I would not sleep on that team whatsoever if they do
2: bring the playoffs back.
0: But hey, another team. I don't think, in my opinion, I don't think they'll do it this year. But within two or three years, I think the Boston Celtics are going to be a, a huge problem. They're already a problem. But once they get them, get them a couple more years, they're going to be a big problem.
1: I think the Mavericks, too, are, are definitely a team.
0: Ooh, ooh Luca, Ooh, I love Luca.
1: Luca and Chris Kops are sizing up to be the next big duo in the NBA.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm just all the young talent in the league, I'm the NBA's in in good shape moving forward with all the young talent coming in. 100%. It's like it's going to be weird when like LeBron and like KD and stuff like once they're getting old and like done. It's going to be weird, but like there's there's stars coming up, which is like good good to know, you know. Like Tatum, Luka, Trey Young, Zion, Morant, John. like I could go yeah. like it's it's in good hands for sure. For sure, in my opinion,
1: I agree. Uh, The NBA is so much fun right now.
0: Yeah, I was when they canceled it, man. That that took my heart away. I was like, man, that's I love. I always I love basketball. You know,
1: I can't wait to see what the uh, this new wave of uh, talent coming in is going to be like. Because this class isn't star filled like it normally is, but. Yeah. I would not be shocked if this class has like two or three all-famers.
0: I mean, they got they got Lamelo, they got Wiseman, they got uh...
1: the Ob Toppin guy out of out of Dayton is going to be a problem.
0: Yeah, yeah, Toppin, yeah, he's good. Like like you said, they're not as big names as like like last year like Zion, but I mean, I guess Lamelo is like pretty big, but he's been big for a while because big big ball of brand, <laughs> but. Lamar.
1: Shout out to the beat, Triple B's, never lost.
0: Hey, but I would, I would love to see Lamelo Ball go to the the freaking New York uh, Knicks. I would be so I, down for that. Because like they're they're bad, like no no question in that they're bad. But like he would, you know, I mean, he, I feel like he'd be the perfect fit in New York. Like all the media, like guard him. I don't know. I'd be cool to watch.
1: I, I think his transition to the league will be relatively seamless when it comes to all the hype because he's been. He's had all this hype since he was in eighth grade. Like, he's he's exactly. been built for this.
0: Like, he's been under a microscope.
1: I think he's definitely going to be the, the first one out of that class to to ball early.
0: Yeah, I I feel like he'll make the first probably all-star team out of this class. Yeah, in he, my he, opinion.
1: He's, and he's already been playing pro basketball, so it's, like, it's not like he hasn't played at a higher level.
0: Exactly. He's just got to get bigger and a little quicker, you know. Well, I mean, that's like everybody.
1: Yeah, he's what he's 18, 19 years old. Not so, worried about, he's very young. <laughs> not worried about, about LaMelo. Guy's gonna be a bucket.
0: Yeah. I mean, he, he's already got a better shot than uh, his brother Lonzo, so I mean,
1: although Lonzo, Lonzo,
0: Lonzo is a pretty, I'm, not I'm not trying to bash him, not trying to bash him. Sleep on him. He, he's on the come up with Zion. That's that's a like perfect. Perfect match.
1: It's gonna be like Lob City in New
0: Orleans. Exactly. And it'll be like, like a, we like kind of, kind of, I would say I like kind of like, <clears throat> like who like um Malone and Stockton. Obviously like different games, but like a perfect like passer and Lonzo, and then like a dude that can just score like like a Zion. Catch it, dunk. It,
1: yeah, it, it it takes the pressure off of Zion to create shots.
0: Exactly. If he, if he, Lonzo knows he can just put it near the rim and like, it's just a freak and you can just, because some of the dunks he caught this year, I was like, dude, like, what are you doing? Like, like that's just not, not right. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, he's doing superhuman stuff on a time limit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's on that time limit. That's right. I Minutes mean, restriction. I mean, dude, in his, his shot, his shot's going to get better.
1: Oh yeah, it's not like it's a bad I mean,
0: shot. It's, it's just, not bad. It's just like it looks weird. It's like it's obviously like a big man shot. I mean, dude's big as hell, but like, it, it's gonna get like it's not. He shoots like thirty percent, something like that. It's gonna go up. He can get to like thirty four. Like I, he like, would just have to respect it then. Exactly. But yeah, but uh, yeah. Last thoughts here, which I thought was pretty interesting about the last dance because obviously it's episode ten. It's over now, sadly. Very sad about that, but uh, something that Michael Jordan preached in it was saying, uh, I think it was episode three or four when they were talking about the Dream Team in the Olympics, they said, MJ said he did not, he said he didn't say he wasn't going to play with the team if Isaiah Thomas is on the team. But then recently a leaked interview from 2011 said if Isaiah Thomas was on the Dream Team, then he would not play. And I think that's just very controversial because, like, why would he go on the last dance and say he wasn't involved in Isaiah Thomas being on the team? And then knowing knowing he did an interview in 2011 that maybe had an agreement with this person not to leak it, but, I mean, like, how you can't really trust people like that. I mean, it got leaked, and then he's just receiving a, a, lot, of, uh, a lot of backlash. So here, here's
1: my thing on this. Like, that MJ doc, you have to take with a grain of salt, obviously, because it's his footage that was released in this, and he basically controlled the way this documentary was aired. So he's going to turn it in a light that makes him look better. I never doubted that he was on that, or was a part of that decision. And, yeah, you're still going to play, like, you're going to take Michael Jordan over Isaiah Thomas 10 times out of 10.
0: Oh yeah like 10 out of 10. but I mean it's still like just I, in my opinion it's just messed up because like Isaiah Thomas was probably at the time was probably the, the uh second best point guard behind magic and I mean Isaiah Thomas he beat the Celtics with Larry he beat magic in the finals he beat Jordan which only I'm pretty sure he's only a player player to do that sounds I, like
1: I don't but, think uh, I don't think that he would have fit well with that team anyway because none of those guys really liked him anyway.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, no, I,
1: don't, I don't think that's like
0: it's, one. That's like uh, one thing Isaiah Thomas is missing is the Olympics because he's won the finals, made the All Star teams, like MVPs. He's just missing that, and like looking back, it's like dang, like he really missed out. But he he did like you just said. A lot of people didn't like him, so he kind of did do it to himself. But still, yeah. Like, dang.
1: Uh, I I don't think his legacy would have changed if he played on the Dream Team or not.
2: Because he's nah, a Hall of Famer, though, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. He's so, little, yeah you know, being, so. be, being on the Bad Boy Pistons, like your 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 rep, you're like your legacy is just gonna forever be dirty basketball player on some really good teams. Like I don't care if you were or were not. If you're a part of that squad, like you're gonna be forever remembered as a dirty basketball player. Like that's just yeah. That, I think
0: I think know, the only one that probably isn't remembered as much was uh was Rod because he went to the Bulls and kind of like reshaped how people viewed him. You know.
1: Yeah, but yeah. Robin, Robin too was—he was still a dirty player. Like even on the Bulls, that was just how he played. He was just physical, like, and yeah. and like he's just going to be remembered as, as a bully. Like that's and, and I think he's perfectly content with that. And I think Isaiah Thomas is too. Like, yeah, Robin
0: definitely doesn't care.
1: <laughs> yeah, like like guess like it doesn't change the fact you still won championships and you still beat the best of your era. Like,
2: exactly.
1: yeah, I. I don't know. I I think being on the dream team would help, but I don't think it changes his legacy.
2: I would agree.
0: It's just like one – that's like the one thing he's missing because he's got everything. It's just one Olympic. He doesn't have an Olympic gold medal.
2: I think it's also a pride thing too, like competing and winning for your country. Like that's probably – It's like – Exactly. Pretty –
0: Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, honestly, probably like the greatest basketball team of all time. Like, I—I I mean, if I was Isaiah, like, I would have wanted to have been on that team. Like, oh, no doubt.
1: But at the same time, like,
0: he did it to himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it
1: all self-inflicted. And I think he understands that, which is—it's
0: hard. I feel like it's hard for him to swallow that pill, but I think he understands. Yeah, I agree. Same. But, uh, I mean, other than that, uh, I don't have anything more to say if y'all don't. um, Any final thoughts? I got nothing.
1: Support my boy, Dame Dollar. He's making a stand, I guess.
0: <laughs> Check out Dame Dollar on SoundCloud. That,
1: <laughs> he might drop a, a diss track on i Silver. Watch out.
0: <laughs> Dude, that, that, <laughs> he won't do it, obviously, but that would be hilarious. I've, I'd listen. Oh yeah. A diff track about the commissioner. That wouldn't go well. <laughs> She's dishing the commish. <laughs> Dish the commission. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> be good. We got we got a DM of and uh see what he can do.
1: I'll hit him up. I'll hit him up.
0: Yeah, for sure. But uh other than that, uh this is nothing but net, and uh we'll catch you next time, fellas. Thanks for listening.